Episode 55, Tebow. What the fuck? Welcome to Star What the Fuck Podcast, where we talk about the Star Wars universe one useless fact at a time. My name is Marty Cobb. I'm Jason Tegmeyer. And, you know, in the past few weeks or months, we've had a lot of discussion about uh, the, and a lot of toys, about the Porgs. Okay, yeah. So, the Porgs, there was a lot of fear. I think it was more fear than the afterthought. Like, before the movie, it was like, these things are going to be the next Ewoks. They're going to they're gonna ruin the film. They're really, they have a small part. They, they do nothing. They, they're they just kind of cute. They're kind of like all over the marketing. Yeah, and is, my, I, my only downside is I feel like they make every Chewbacca scene a silly scene. That's true. They do. Um, it, it's the only character they really interact with. Nobody else. Yeah, except for that Chewbacca, that um, one deleted scene with uh, with the, uh, the um, caretaker village. Yes. Uh, Chewbacca's kind of sitting in the back and kind of waves his drink, which is the most, like, cool Chewbacca we see in, in all of it. So, in 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 honor of that, we kind of wanted to go back and look at the Ewoks. The Ewoks in at least that what that's what they are. They're they're if anything you can pretty much say that they're a lot, they're a lot more marketing teddy bears than legitimate yeah. things in the movie. So, but we're going to be talking about a specific Ewok today. We're going to be talking about Tebow. Uh, you may remember Tebow in the films as the gray he's, and black. He's got the vertical Ewok. stripes. Which yeah, he's not the only one with but vertical stripes. So does low gray. Is he vertical or is he horizontal? No, oh, they're, no vertical. they're vertical. Yeah, yep. right. he's vertical. Yeah, um, the, the arms are throwing me off. The pictures. We got a library book. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've upgraded from the internet. Upgraded from taking photos at Barnes and Noble. To... <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Tebow. In the films, really has just a handful of moments. We see him at a few shots. There's uh, a key moment. He is, his, his key moment, <laughs> as far as, I mean, like, the most important moment in the scene is he, uh, when Luke and Han Solo and the droids and Chewbacca, I guess, is, is yeah, that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and oh, Leia's already. Yeah, they all, well, yeah, Leia, Leia's yep. elsewhere. She's gone. Um, they get captured in the, the net. Yep. And the uh, the Ewoks eventually surround them, and the like. The, the leader of that hunting group is Tebow. Yep. Uh, he's got a like a weird like animal skin. He's got a great thing. like headpiece with a yeah, just a full animal head with the teeth coming down, uh, teeth underneath underneath his neck coming down. And then he's uh, uh, he's the one who points a spear like in front of them, like it's like right in the shot. Yeah, and uh, uh, Hantel pushes away and goes, "Get that thing out of my, get that thing away from me." So my thought was the other scene where he chops R two D 2s ropes, yes. and then R two D two zaps him. Like that was yeah. uh, he's the one that gets zapped by R two D two. Yeah, that's the the one scene I was thinking of. He's also in the ATST. Oh really? Yeah, apparently <laughs> I I I don't know if I got a good shot of that, but uh, apparently I looked I looked through Return of the Jedi. But, oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, um, and that's really it. So he's competent. We know that much. We know that he's kind of. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get, into, get it. into it. Like all Ewoks, they would, uh, well, at least the important Ewoks that have names, we would eventually see these expanded. And Through, unlike, the first would be the toys. 
First were the toys. The second is children's books. Children's books. And then the board third games. board games. And then the the TV show. The TV show and then the comic or one or the other came first. But the yeah. comic, we've talked before extensively about an Ewok comic character. Do you remember? <laughs> no. It's been a couple. It, it was one of the early episodes too. It was Mount Sorrow. Oh. Mount Sorrow is the best. Yeah. Mount Sorrow is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, in fact... I forgot that's where it came from. And in fact, Tebow is the one that makes Mount Sorrow stop crying. <laughs> so specifically, he's he's the, the most important one. And in fact, my favorite part is in the legends, his quote from... His quote on top of his page oh. is from Mount Sorrow. Yeah. I've never seen anyone more worthy of my tears. You are a true hero, young Tebow. So, did we mention that in the Mount Sorrow episode? We probably uh, probably not. I don't think we talked about. I don't even think the plot of that. I don't remember <laughs> it at least. Uh, so, while. but is there more to young Tebow? Oh, there has to be. There's a, a bit. I I, I know quite you a know bit. quite a bit more than I do. Uh, I mean, as much as I can know. You see. I, for this episode, have done more research than I would like to admit. And it's not... I didn't... I couldn't read all of that article. It, look up the no. article for Tebow. It's... On Wikipedia. It's, I, I can only imagine that Wicket is... Like, it, I think it's the one we've had with the longest Wikipedia it's, article. It's extremely long, and you won't make it through. It details every single comic in, like, six paragraphs. Yeah. And then every single episode in at least two or three. Yep. So, Tebow. Uh, let's talk canon. Okay. Because uh, I think canon's a lot easier to get into before we have to so, drag ourselves into the, the old Ewoks I'll read world. his entry from the Ultimate Star Wars uh, encyclopedia. Is that recent enough to be considered a canon? This one is. Wait, is that a foreword by Anthony Daniels? Yes. He, he <laughs> makes himself available. <laughs> we'll just say that. He was at... The I don't day that I went to the Star Wars exhibit in New York City, he was there... For opening day, and I missed him by uh, half an hour. That sucks. Um, but yeah, so he does make himself available. I said 2015. Oh well, then that's can that's canon. Let me just be 100 percent sure. 2015. Yeah. Okay, so I'll read Tebow's article. That book is as old as this podcast. This book is heavy. <laughs> uh, uh, appearances, episode six. What species Ewok? Homeworld, the forest moon of Endor. Mm-hmm. The spirits Affili- of the forest moon. Affiliation. Bright Tree Village, which we've done an episode on. Uh, yes, we did do the Bright Tree. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. After his scouting party captures the Rebel Strike team in a net trap, Tebow pokes Han with a spear to ensure compliance. In return, Tebow gets zapped twice by R2-D2 when he releases the droid from its bonds. During the Battle of Endor, Tebow sounds the sacred horn of the soul trees. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a running theme in this episode. Giving the signal for the Ewoks to attack. Wow. They... Gave a backstory to that horn. I love it. Everything uh, is way yes. detailed in the Ewok village. For uh, some reason. In the celebration following the destruction of the second Death Star, Tebow plays percussion <laughs> on stormtrooper helmets and bonds with R2D2. I don't remember Yubnub having a strong <laughs> drum beat. Well, the, photo, the picture is actually him holding up the. the yeah, drum that's sticks. a great picture of him. And then he has one other mention in here because if you look in the uh, index, it gives two pages. And his only other mention is in Paplu who is my favorite Ewok, uh, in Paplu's entry it says, like his friends, Tebow and Wicket, <laughs> Paplu is a skilled Ewok scout. That's it. <laughs> so that's the only two mentions in this book. Um, Tebow is, to me, essentially, you know, other than defining him, but what, he, what Tebow is to me is he is that Ewok that looks like he will rip your insides out. You look at a picture of him 
And it's terrifying. It's just, it's death. It's it's those scenes in, like, the King Kong film where you see, like, the, the people that live on, like, Skull Island. I think it's, you know, where they just look like they're going to rip you apart. I'm looking at the picture now. Like, I got a close-up of his face on my phone. And it's, it's really well done. Like, if all the Ewoks look like him, there'd be no discussion of them being cutesy characters. No, they, be it, like, he looks nothing like Wicket. It was, like, really cutesy. Yeah. Like, he, he looks like a teddy bear that you can pick up and hug. I don't think Warwick Davis would appreciate that. <laughs> and knowing that, like, now, and skipping, you know, Caravan and Carriage, Battle for Endor, skipping um, uh, the TV show that, that you've watched, the Ewoks show, <laughs> skipping watched... the Ewoks comics, skipping everything else, and seeing these photos shows the... Potentially the like the vision of the George Lucas and the and the Lucasfilm team and everything that they weren't all cutesy like our our main character Wicked is very cute but they some of them are just savage and they came across yeah. in a very different way you know through marketing and things like that yeah I mean like because I mean so this this Wicked the potential is, is like I mean, I'm saying like, the potential is there if you looked at them all the cast if of the all Ewoks of them looked and, like Tebow it would be a, a lot. whole different story better maybe not better but it would definitely be very different i i like because i mean like he's he's menacing he has like a weird animal skull on his head i thought it was a skull in my brain it was like oh that's a skull and then i looked at it i was like that's a like a skinned head <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's there's like a, it's like so cartilage terrifying like now my question is is that what are the chances because i looked at this and my first thought was what are the chances that's like like a prop that's like the like a piece of the tauntaun. Oh really? Like they, they repurposed the prop. I cannot find anything on that. So don't like, like what species it is. I know what species it is. Oh, it you is do. called a gurek, and it's canon both canon and legends. Uh, it's brought up. That's what he's he's wearing on his head, and it's a. Uh, it will not link to this in any of the articles. How do you spell it? Gurek. G U R R. E C K. Okay, keep that in mind, listeners. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, if that's important for the rest of you to know, that's homework for this week, is to know what a Gurek is. Yeah. Uh, Gureks are like giant animals. They have a lot of teeth, obviously, because yep. that's what Tebow is all wearing. He's wearing those. And you know how in Star Wars we go with the one thing we know. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's the that's it. They were uh, all killed by all the Ewoks? <laughs> probably. They could have died. Uh, all we know is that they had sharp fangs and claws. Yeah. That's canon. There is a picture in the Legends article. Oh, is it? It's at the 3D render from, like, a video game, I guess. Of course there is. It's from, mm -hmm. like, I, I assume it's from a, a Star Wars Old Republic or uh, the Gal Galaxies, the yeah. RPG that... Oh, all right. So I can see it now. It's boar-like. It's boar-like. That makes I mean, sense. That's what you would expect on Endor. If it's Endor, it's got to be from Endor. I can tell you right now that most of the Endor creatures are terrifying and whimsical. You know, like, we don't see it. It's we just... don't see anything. It's, it's, we'll get into the show later, but, like, the, everything on the planet and, and, like, the TV show that gets introduced always looks whimsical and magical. Yeah. And it always, I like, I thought of a theory today, which is that the cartoons are not canon. They're, like, like, Wicket is telling these stories to them. Like, yeah. he's making these magical stories. Like, we met these fairies and whatnot. Yep. But the reality is, is that they were just, like living in the Ewok forest is miserable and everybody dies all the time because they get eaten by Gureks. And then... Yeah. <laughs> I definitely picture that. And I feel like I remember us talking about Bright Tree Village being surrounded by... Like, it, it, I mean, they live in trees. Yeah. They have to, like, 
they have to there be. There were. There were the, the tall monsters that, that... Remember that? Yes. They, they, I don't remember what they're called. I don't remember... It's been years. They, they have, like, long, spinning yeah. legs. Yep. They're, everything in the Ewok village... Like, um, their main, like, rival race look like furry uh, gremlins. Yep. And they, they're, they're creepy as well, to some extent. But let's, say, let's get back to uh, Tebow canon. Yep. Uh, so the canon article, first off, the quote is a quote from Tebow himself. <laughs> Which is my favorite. It's a translated quote. Okay. Tomorrow we fight to save our forest and bring down the cold metal moon. Our new golden god has shown us how. Join us and we'll be free again. Wow. See, the, <laughs> see, the quote that I grabbed was <laughs> Wicket says, I don't know how you do it, Tebow, but I'm glad you can. Oh, man. That's from the first episode. We're going to be talking about that. That's the, that's that, the thing. So that much, was the weirdest thing that happened in the show. That is so much less prolific than, you know... Yours is yours is amazing. Uh, this is the canon. Like, so what happens is, uh, in addition to everything he does in the movies himself, he's also the one that gathers all of the 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 Ewok troops. Okay. He's the one that goes, "Hey, I'm sending out this message to everyone that can join us. Come and do you and know fight. why? Because uh, he's the one who goes. He, he blows the, tri- the, the what was it the uh, <laughs> the, the horn the sacred horn of the soul trees. <laughs> Didn't that sound just like it? <laughs> I think I don't know. It's been a very long time. I feel time. like that's exactly it. Um, I feel like I nailed that, and I'm, I'm going to um, see what it is. But he was also uh, let's see here. So there's some slight differences um, into this e- to uh, canon Tebow. I'm just going to basically yeah. read this verbatim. Uh, Tebow was an Ewok that was present during the Battle of Endor. One of Chief Chirpa's best hunters, alongside Asha Fan. They supported Chirpa's decision to help the Rebels take out the Imperial Shield Generator, vetoing Logre's choice to stay out of it. Really? So Logre was against it. That night, he would write a message to be sent out to the neighboring Ewok tribes to call them to, again, all to action against the Empire. That in the original Ewok ease, even Logre found beautiful. Wow. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. There's an even better quote well, for Tebow. The, the, what I want to know is, who's Ashafan? Asha Fun? Well, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but you meant that was in his second sentence as one of Chirper's best hunters alongside Asha Fun. Asha Fun is not one of the main Ewoks that we've seen toys for or anything like that. Well, it's also, well, I guess Chief Sherpa has two names, but there's Logre, Wicket, Tebow, and then there's Asha Fun, which it sounds very sophisticated uh, for an Ewok name. So there was a canon, Asha Fun, who was a female uh, hunter, uh, Ewok. Uh, didn't seem to do anything after the battle. Anwar was both on one. Uh, Asha was part of the Royce, so she didn't really do anything either. What's but it she from was, though? That's where I'm. She cre- was originally created by Paul Dini for the Star Wars Ewok animated series. Let's see if there's a picture of her. See if there was any like. Nope, no. not bringing any bells. This must no, be. She's got some sass though. She does not as much sass as Tebow's, Tebow's love interest. All right, so apparently uh, there's like a. I just was gonna try to play the Ewok horn, but it's apparently just like a meme. There's like so many things like hilarious Ewok horns. What does that even mean? I, I don't know, but I just wanted to see if I was right on the sound. That's really... And I'm probably not going to be because this is doing something completely different. Um, but uh, you can keep going. Uh, oh, I was right on, right? Yeah, no, you were right. That's the tree that we... What you just heard is the... Uh, okay. The so, soul of the tree horn. So the video that's called Hilarious Ewok Horns is just the Ewok horn as it's presented in the film. <laughs> I thought they were doing something to it. 
Yeah, that, is that supposed to be funny? Was there a difference? I thought it was like, I thought it was going to be... I don't know why, but every time I watch this, I laugh balls. That is the description. That's unhelpful. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for putting that clip up on the internet. Uh, Pub Scrub FTW. <laughs> <laughs> this was put up in 2008. So this is even before we were podcasting. But that's in my head for, you know, how many years? 35 years? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I watched Return of the Jedi <laughs> recently I, for, this, for this. I went to Return. watch Return of the Jedi probably in the theater. Probably. I was four years old. Uh, what a wonderful yeah. mess Return of the Jedi is, isn't it? Uh, Can you imagine being a four-year-old and watching through Yoda dying? And like, that's gotta like, be mis- that's got to be so sad. Mm-hmm. And then you cut to these Ewoks. And you're like, I should buy some stuff to have. I should buy. Dad, please take me to, to Bradley's to buy some toys. But it's time. We have to talk it's, about legends. Tebow time. It's Tebow time, and it's Legends Tebow time. Do they have Tim Tebow mentioned in there? Do you remember Tim be. Tebow, the, the football player turned baseball player that would pray at the? He was. Yes, I've um, heard of Tim Tebow. <laughs> he spells uh, his last name differently. Um, yes, but he had that same quote from Wicket. I don't uh, know how Tim Tebow does it, but he I, does. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes um i want to find we're gonna start off uh uh tebow's entry with a quote from the return of the jedi novel okay um it's listed in the personality and traits fact and it's just this quote this article needs cleaning i guess but <laughs> not to judge wikipedia we don't <laughs> admittedly yeah uh, what was your name? Uh, something, something for the win. <laughs> for the pub scrub for the win. Yeah. Even though did you, you were write the... this article? <laughs> All right, go for it. Unless I didn't see this one too, so let me hear it. Tebow emerged from the large structure. He was slightly bigger than most of the others, and undeniably fiercer. His fur was a pattern of light and dark gray stripes. Instead of the usually usual leathery hood, he wore a horned animal half skull atop his head, which he furthered adorned with feathers. He carried a stone hatchet, and even for someone as small as an Ewok, he walked with a definite, a definite swagger. Really? He walked with a definite swagger. That is, that's such a, in, <laughs> that is so, like, against what I think Tebow, I don't think of I don't him, think like, any... strutting up. I feel like him, like, crawling up on the ground and, like, that's interesting, <laughs> that's really interesting. He, I don't think, see him as, like, no. like Jeff Goldblum strolling no. up. He's not, I don't, like, I... It's hard for me to imagine an Ewok being graceful at all, to no. be completely honest. Cause, and of all of them. You know. But, like, Tebow looks like he should be... Like, for some reason, we're going to get into... Because Legends Ewok, uh, Tebow is best friends with Wicket. Yeah. But when you look at Tebow, do you think... This no, he is looks a, like the bully that would he beat looked, up Wicket. Yeah, like, he doesn't look like that. My only guess is that the reason why he is that is because he was named like he's one of the few that was named in the film Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie there are credits there's a credit for wicket and there's a credit for for tebow and low gray and chief 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 chirpa um and and not asha (laughs) fong no she was in the show but yeah so there's only a few characters that that mattered so they just picked one and i was like this is wicket's best friend so we don't really see them to counter everything we know about tebow I want to read one sentence. And we know the second part of the sentence, but we don't know the first. In his spare time, he wrote poetry, and on some occasions he played drums. We know he played drums. Drums can be a very savage instrument that anybody can beat on something. 
Writing poetry? That is very different. But Ewokese is so beautiful. That's according true. To, even Logre thought Yub so. Yub-nub, you know. Yub-nub. <laughs> uh, so but, like, I don't see him as a poet who, with some swagger that, that walks and struts his way in. You know what, though? I really just kind of want to... I feel like this is an important sentence we're going to have to get out of the way. It's the first sentence of this article. Okay. Because it defines everything, and it, we, we have to talk about it. It's, Tebow was a Force-sensitive Ewok. All right. <laughs> I want you to... Like, I read that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that so, was my... <laughs> so... <laughs> first, I, yeah. we've got Skippy. Yep. Why was Tebow Force-sensitive? <laughs> See, like, okay... It's one thing when you tell me, oh, low gray is force sensitive. I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. He's a shaman. Right? Yeah, he's like, medicine man. It's like he's the he's the the spiritual guide. And even that... Chief Turpa, because he's he's the chief. But Tebow, that's an interesting one. And why did this not come out in the Battle of Endor? <laughs> why? why didn't Luke sense that this 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 Ewok that he had interacted with was capable of much more than uh, yeah. uh, he thought? You think they, they could sense each other. But. So where did this actually come out? Do we know? Technically in the show. Okay. Uh, so Tebow, to some extent, is the apprentice of Logre. Okay. So there's some logic behind it where it's like Logre... Uh, I'm going to read through this, this beginning because it's actually really interesting. Living in a cozy hut of three chambers just off the Bright Tree Village, Main Square with his parents and sisters, in his earliest years, Tebow was a loner. He was not no keen. wonder he's about it. <laughs> he was not keen on learning how to make weapons, hang glide, and determine what vines were safe to swing on. That's that's really telling of what the Ewoks considered mm-hmm. to be important. Instead of that, he spent a lot of time sitting on a secret branch. I don't know why that's in quotes. Uh, of one of the oldest trees in the village, daydreaming. He was able to hear colors as rivers moving past him, read animals' minds, and observe tree ghosts. Okay. His friends would teeth him for this, which he did not seem to mind. His parents decided he was the fir- their firstborn merely had a vivid imagination. So I guess that's the way the Force interacts with Ewoks <laughs> is that they can see colors flow like rivers next to them. And your parents just go, "No, you're just you're just a smart you're just a kid that's just got some some wild thoughts." You would think that in the Ewok village that would be like a sign that be like, "No, this kid's going to be the shot the next shaman." This like, kid's going to wear a skull on his head. <laughs> he's already partway there. It's yeah. In a couple of years, it's going to be a skull again, oh. and he can replace Logray. And Logre was, and then eventually Logre told him that he could also see the colors. <laughs> so they both drank the Kool Aid. Um, and then uh, Tebow did a lot of adventures yes. because Tebow was Wicket's best friend. Uh, they these two probably interact the most, but because um, he was, according to, to specifically, a close friend of Wicket, Wistry Warwick, and Kanisa Ajiri Kintaka. I know Kanisa. Well, yeah, uh, that's the the female Ewok. Yes, basically, best description. There's Kinesa and Lutara. So, um, there are about five thousand adventures. There's like forty issues of a comic book plus two seasons of a TV show, equaling about twenty six episodes. Or now it's uh, thirty four episodes or something like that. There's so a lot. yeah, and we can't go through every single one because we would be here all day. So I decided that I'm gonna just watch an episode of the Ewoks cartoon. Which one did you watch? I watched the first episode. I watched five minutes of the second one because I was like, I want to... <laughs> I was hoping that when I looked through the episode title list, I would go, one of them is like, Tebow's Big Day. Tebow saves like, the day. Yeah, See, yeah exactly. like there would be an episode... There is no episode labeled that. They All the episodes have the most useless naming names ever. 
Yeah. So I watched the first one, which is called Cries of the Trees. Okay. This was, hands down, like the worst first episode of a cartoon I've seen in a very long time. So I, years ago, I had this idea of making a, a blog that basically just told you which episode to start watching a show with. Because it's not always the first episode. Like you would say, um, if I was going to watch one episode of a show, what would it be? And you think of, if you're going to watch one Doctor Who. That's where it really started with. It was mm-hmm. one Doctor Who. Doctor Who would, have, would it be? I remember this. Um so this is not the one for the Ewok show. No, apparently. no, no. You know, like when you think of a first episode, especially for a cartoon, what do you think the goal of a first episode is to be? Like, uh, obviously to, to, well, one to sell toys, but two to to, 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 to lure your your kids in to watch the show again. Yep. So the the idea is that you're kind of supposed to introduce the characters, introduce the conflict, have a, a simple adventure to get you through to understand what's going on. But low complexity, but high, um, just, uh, you know, building the groundwork, for sure. Yes. I, this show does nothing. It does none <laughs> of that. So we have a good scene where we, we don't meet, we only meet one character, really. Like, like uh, we never really get an introduction to Wicket. We never get an introduction to Kinesa. We never get an introduction to the Chief or Logray. They just kind of appear as if we're supposed to know who they are already. Yeah. The only character that actually does have something akin to an uh, an, an introduction mm-hmm. is Tebow, coincidentally. Really? So I'm glad this was the one I started with. So uh, it's so we first meet him. He is uh, Wicket and Kinesa are chasing this blue bull thing, apparently called it's Baga. Baga. Yeah, um, I don't remember. I've that. seen Baga. They made a toy of Baga, I believe. Oh wow! Which we can get back to in Toy Talk, but I believe they did. Yes. Um, so, Baga is running through the village because he doesn't want to take a bath or something. And they're chasing him down, and they can't stop him. And then Tebow is just hanging out in a tree. He's like, like he's, uh, he's off the side of a path, looking out in the distance, I guess, looking at the colors. And he hears it. He kind of just coolly turns over. Oh, he's super cool. He gets down. Played by Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Gets down, and then just kind of leans back against, like, the railing. Yeah. And just looks at Baga as it's running by. And Baga just stops. And his eyes become... Like mesmerized? Like mesmerized. Like literally mesmerized. And his eyes like do the, the like the swirly... That's what the force will do to you. Yeah. His eyes swirl up as if he's like being literally hypnotized. hypnotized. And he gets him in the bath. And it's like, what just happened? What I wanted to mention though is that Tebow is not even close. He doesn't even look no. remotely the same. No. Uh, Legends animated Tebow. So Tebow is gray with stripes and this psycho face and this headdress. And a sweet headdress. Uh, Animated Ewok, uh, Ewok's uh, 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 Tebow Tebow is light brown, uh, light brown, uh, like chest, uh, even like tan chest fur. Pretty uh, face. Pretty face. uh, A satchel with... Uh, that's like a red satchel, and, and then a fancy hat, and it, like like a King's Quest hat, but with yellow, a little feather. With a feather, I, like it makes me think of King Graham from King's Quest. I don't know why it's my first thought, but it makes me think: is there anything more drastically different in the film to the you know? Uh, no, not unless you count uh, uh, 
Han Solo's melting face in the holiday special. <laughs> this was the same company, by the way, that made the holiday special. That's you why they got this job. Skywalker's melting face? Yeah, both of them had melting faces. Oh, okay. Um, they, uh, this is the same company. Nelvana made the animation for the uh, holiday special. Okay. And then they would ma- they made Ewoks and they made droids, I believe. I mean, even the Boba Fett is different. He's in, like, pastels, but he does not look like... A completely different character. And then, uh, just to kind of go through the rest of the episode, basically, immediately after that scene, they're washing him, and then Paplu comes up. And Paplu also looks nothing like... Okay, yes. we're well, going to talk about Paplu here for a second. Because, look at Paplu. You have a picture of Paplu in front of you in the book. Yes, I do. Paplu is... Uh, he's the uh, he's brown. Um, you know, the, the toys made him very cuddly brown. But he's just like a... He, I don't even know how to describe him. He's, he's a little, little dumpy. A little dumpy. Um, <laughs> uh, he's. I feel like he's one of the more. Um, would you? Not, what's the word I'm thinking of? He more animal-like Ewoks. Would you? Like, I've always thought of him. You like? would always think of him as like like cuter, and like. He's the one that steals the uh, the speeder bike. Yeah, he steals the speeder bike. You would think he's like the younger brother of Wicked or, Lo- or yeah. Tebow. Like you wouldn't think he, he. Here's what he looks like in the cartoon. Really? Yep, that's Pat Blue he in looks the like, like Papa Paplu. <laughs> he he's got a huge mustache thing. Yeah. He's like he looks older. He looks like like I don't know like the chief's advisor. He that looks would like hate he's them. played by Wil- Wilford Brimley. And yet he's apparently like their age, and he's hanging out <laughs> with them. It's like and like I'm watching. I'm like, is this character like supposed to be doing this? like? Is this this is weird? So Paplu shows up. And he's like, hey, kids. Hey, kids. Hey, kids. my van. That is even weirder than that. He comes over and he goes, hey, guys. Want to go out in the forest and play Drop the Sack? Really? And he's like, what? And they're like, oh, no. We're not supposed to be playing that, guys. We can't. The, is the that elder... like Lawn Dark? Like <laughs> band in, in the... <laughs> the elders say we can't, we can't play that. And Kanisa walks away in like a huff because she's like, no, I don't. I can't. We can't. We're not supposed to be playing that. And then Tebow's like, yeah, let's do that. Hey, Wicket, why don't you join us? And be like, Wicket's like, I don't know. And then they do it anyway. So Paplo and Tebow are the bad kids. They are the bad kids, at least in this one episode. Yeah. Um, really beyond that scene, we get no idea. Like, T- Tebow has no character outside of that. Like, yeah. I, I, there's nothing that happens in the episode that, like, reveals any insights to anybody, even Wicket. Like, um, so what happens is Paplu and him, they go out in the force and Tebow's just running around and he's got a shield with a giant like cross on his back, like a, like a bullseye on his back. Yeah. I, we're going to talk about that. I know you're looking uh, at I'm saving it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And they're, dro- and uh, Wick and Paplu are dropping sacks filled with mud on them on okay. him from like the, like the distance and he's trying to dodge them and that's the game. And, uh. Uh, they get caught. Uh, one of the sacks lands on Wicket's aunt, who is a, like the villain in the episode, kind of. There's like five villains in this episode. There's these of course because weird... they're trying to establish uh, a story with they're five try- villains. There's these gigantic spider monsters that come out and steal like uh, uh, a fairy, and then the fairy goes to is brought to like this evil witch, who then turns it into like a fire uh, like a fire monster, and then wow. like um, she sends out and basically it hasn't rained for days, so like the the forest is like, like flammable. <laughs> uh, so, and then the tree get they they uh, they get in trouble for dropping the sack, so they're not allowed to go to the ceremony of the hoods, uh, which in which the Ewokling that when walk, they like the, grow, the, grow which, up, right? Yeah. So the Woklings, which uh, if there's anything that's ever telling that exists in the Star Wars universe before younglings, it's Woklings. Wow. Um, Woklings are there Porglings? 
Probably. <laughs> uh, the walklings are given their things and they're not allowed to go, but then a fire starts and they save the day and it, it's really boring. It's 20 minutes of like nothing happening. Wow. The only interesting thing is when Tebow coolly steps out with a, with swagger, one might say, yeah, and uh, stops the, the thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, earlier I alluded to it. We got to talk about the concept art for Tebow. Okay, yeah, this is really cool. So... Um... <laughs> To describe it is, <laughs> it's a little, I'm trying to think of like, it's something like, like, looks like something out of the movie Labyrinth or something. Um, shorter, fatter, a little more animal-like. I would call um, them hamsters. A little more hamster-like. With the most gruesome headpiece you can imagine. <laughs> it's a lot worse. Where it's like. It's the head is ripped off. And it, it's it, is just... like, it is like a Japanese oni instead of like a, like a yeah. dog or whatever it was in the, like the, the, the Grek. It, it's super creepy. I it love is. it. I want it. It's really nice. That um, looks like something new, like a new creation of it and not a... a yeah. Like, like, that's interesting. Um, so, I have a couple questions. Okay. I, I mean, I'm willing to Do answer. we know who played Tebow? We do. Do, and I do we know anything about them, or as well as the voice? And I don't even know what the voice is like in the show. Uh, the the show has a voice, but it's it's a cartoon. Uh, like I, we're gonna be criticizing it. There's no way. The voices are boring. Nobody has a like they're they're not overly cartoony and memorable because of that. Okay, but they're not like good enough to be like. They don't have like a, they don't have particularly interesting voices. That's the best way for me to put it. Yeah. Is that they don't really uh say anything so let's talk about who uh wore them uh the wore the costume um so i have a name here jack purvis jack is purvis that, is yep. that the same thing you have yes uh jack purvis was the guy that was the the, the person that wore the costume okay um and then the voice actor is not coming up because i'm in the wrong no i i was in the right thing why isn't the voice here um so well, I'll tell you about Jack Purvis while you look. Yeah, it up. okay. Jack Purvis played multiple characters in Star Wars, as many of the uh, the costumed uh, actors have. He was the chief Jawa in the first Star Wars film. He was the chief Ugnaught in The Empire Strikes Back, and he was not Chief Chirpa <laughs> to keep his chief status going. He was Tebow uh, in Return of the Jedi. He also was in uh, Brazil. He was in Labyrinth. He was in Willow. Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Time <laughs> Bandits. Dark Crystal. He hit. All of the wow, he is. He's got. Uh, he's got a lot of it. Terry Gilliam stuff in there. He's got a great career, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's great. He was Chief Jawa, Chief Ugnaught, and lost the role of Chief Chirpa somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to watch uh, Adventures of Ter- Baron Munchausen yes. again. I love that movie. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, his voice actor was Eric Peterson in okay. the first season, and then somebody else. Um, We'll pull him up on IMDb real quick to see what else Eric Peterson has done. Now, the catch is, is that all the voice actors in Ewoks have this, like, filter to make their voice a little squeakier. It's okay. not like Alvin and the Chipmunks level, but there's definitely something going on. Yeah. But it could also have been the fact that it's never been properly released. So it could have just been, like, the VHS tape, admittedly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this guy has done nothing. <laughs> Corner Gas. Corner Gas. Uh, do you know anything called Cornered Gas? It was there was an animated show and then like no. a live show. Uh, I see nothing of interest for me or for most Anybody. of the audience. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, yeah, 
nobody nobody super exciting but he had two voice actors so let's take a look at the other one the and maybe second one. let's take a look if uh he was canadian okay if that's interesting it's not but that's so. something um so he was played by uh james crona okay uh who voiced whittle warwick in caravan of courage which is an interesting start really? yep and voiced the ewok tebow in the animated series Okay. He also worked with George Lucas on on THX 1138 and oh, American cool. Graffiti and was in the 1983 animated film Once Upon a Time. That's funny that like he did all those and then came back around for these Ewok shows. Yeah, like, that's so weird. Yeah. Uh, he was in, as far as movies, he was in, uh, uh, well, he was in a bunch of Carmen Sandiego stuff. Really? He was in Police Quest. He was in Mrs. a couple of Mrs. Dapfire as Ron. I don't remember <laughs> that character. Um, if anybody does. Well, how about the, scroll up a little bit. The, uh, Made in America. Made in America. Film with, uh, is that the Crocodile Dundee film? Uh. Isn't that the Crocodile Dundee film? I don't, it's got Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it looked like Crocodile Dundee from here. <laughs> it does look like Crocodile Dundee. Ted Danson as Crocodile Dundee. But his character's name is Person <laughs> at Carlot. Ooh! That's a great <laughs> low role. Uh, it, it all goes down and then he's like, he was not prolific, I, I guess. He was in he was in Ewok Adventure, the TV movie, and yep. then uh, the cartoon, and uh, once upon a twice upon a time, twice upon a time. Uh, I'm trying to find stuff that stands out. Chesty Anderson, U.S. Navy, which is the name I, of the film or his character. That's the name of the character. Uh, look at this poster. Uh, oh, oh wow, man. Chesty okay. Anderson is not male, as I <laughs> I thought it was a male like Chesty Anderson. Uh, yeah, he was an additional voice in some show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, nobody who's played Tebow has gone on to do, except for the guy that's in the costume, Yeah, went on to do great things. But, I mean, I like Brazil, so. <laughs> um, I should note that the man who was in the costume was in a car accident and was uh, a paraplegic before he passed away. So... I, um, <laughs> I'm not going to end on a good note, but... Uh, so let's, let's right. end on a good note. Let's find some things before we go into toy talk. Um, okay, so... To me, I think Tebow is awesome. I do. Like I Tebow. will say that from a from a product design, uh, from a character design perspective, it, Tebow could change that entire film if all the if all the Ewoks looked a lot more like him. I think so too. If you said we're going to take Wookies, make them smaller, and they look like Tebow, then you've you've nailed that. You've um, I can see that. Yeah. To me, that's that's still the little guy winning the war and not feeling like. These cute little teddy bears won the war. So, as somebody who likes the Ewoks and grew up with them, as a, you know, I think that if they all looked like Tebow, it, there would be a lot more on my side. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Tebow. Um, I thought that I liked the Ewoks cartoon. Uh, I watched it as a kid. A bit. I had a VH. I didn't have a VHS tape, but I kept renting one for some reason. Really. Yeah, um, I don't remember those specific episodes. But I also rented the Donkey Kong cartoon a couple times. I think I had a bootleg of the Ewoks and the droids. I know that you had a copy of Caravan of Courage. I or Battle of Endor. One of those. I've seen one of them, but it was like it's like a fever dream now. I don't remember anything. No, we, we for sure had it on VHS, and you can get both of them on the same DVD disc nowadays. Legally? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like a two-pack on one disc. And... Oh, nice. I'll have to go out and buy yeah. that. I, we should, My, we should it actually it. came up today when we were talking about uh, some Star Wars stuff. We should, re- we should review those at some point. Like, I would like to see we what We should. Now, I want to talk about one last thing. Um, Tebow had a love interest. 
Oh, I do know about this. Yes, Latara. Yep. And I just kind of want to point out really more the picture on the Wikipedia page. So I pipe in Latara and the and the Wookie. There's no canon version, so you don't yeah. have to worry about it. Um, this is the picture. Oh. She is giving the sultriest look an Ewok can give. Yes, she has very human features. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She has some real eyes going on. Wait, the bi- I opened up her biography and the first thing was the Ewok Dulock War. Wow. Um, so we're going to have to do a whole episode it gets on that. deep. We're going to do a whole thing of Ewoks like every year. There's a lot. E- we, should, to we should have an Ewok month. Yeah. Should, we should establish Ewok month because we could talk about Ewoks for hours. There's so much stuff in here. Ewoks are this weird thing in Star Wars where they form their own universe within this universe. Yeah. It, they, most of the time it doesn't even make sense half the stuff. And I mean, like, the force is vague enough that, like, any it can probably do anything. That's true. But there's an element where it's like, so, po- like, how many potions can, like, these characters make? <laughs> the only other time we see potions, by the way, in Star Wars are evil. Yeah. Uh, the Sith are the potion guys. And Lo- actually, they're, we'll talk about Logray one day if we haven't already. But I um, there's some just, fun Logray stuff. Before we get to Toy Talk, I do have a... No, I'll do it for my final question. Like towards the end, we'll do our little final question. Then. Oh my gosh! Final for... statement or final question? We're the final question. Is an old... I do have a question for you. I'm we'll bring that back. We're bringing it back. All right. We forgot so... to in the last one, but we're we're back this we're back this full <laughs> steam, guys. All right. Toy talk. Toy talk. So, I have a toy what? Right here with us that if you're watching this video, you'll see. Oh but, my god! Um, and if you're listening. It is. I just bought this recently. It's a three-pack of the pop figures, the pop vinyl figures. And it is uh, Tebow, Chief Chirpa, and Logray. And Tebow is savage in this. <laughs> he is like... Uh, he's got his full headgear. His his just face is just like... It's, their mouths are His mouth is creepy. perfect. It's, it's, they're, they're perfect. No, they're perfect. They're really so dark. Creepy. His face is so dark that his mouth is like set in... It's all you see. It is wonderful. Oh my god! Um, compared to the other two, you know, like like Chirpa and Logray, just like yeah, you know, regular Ewoks, Tebow's gonna cut you. He does look like he he really. What's well, because I want to point out he's he's got something special here. When you look at a pop figure, the eyes are usually completely black. Yeah, his are he, surrounded in. in his, like a, and he's the only one in this pack. In a brown stripe. That is. That's so weird. I even the artwork has that, so that's intentional. Yeah. Okay, you know what? That actually brings up something we kind of need to talk about. What is that? Have you seen the blinking Ewoks? No. Is that a thing? So what it is is that in the original movie, if you watch it, you'll notice that the Ewoks don't blink. They don't have... They don't have eyelids. They don't have eyelids because they're, like, costumes. Yeah. And they don't, like... It's one of those things that you don't really, like, notice or think about. Like, you kind of know that they're... You, you, you're, you're sucked enough into the movie to believe they're there in terms of the film. Yes. So look up blinking Ewoks. And you'll get a... It's a scene with e- Wicket. But look at his eyes. What? Um... Watch them. Lo- no, go... Uh, this first one is a... No, wait. Um, this one. Whichever one. CG- there's one... That's it. That's it. That's the perfect clip. So... This is the one I watched. There's a CGI Ewok eyes. They CGI'd the Ewok eyes. In the special edition? In the special edition Blu-ray release from 2011. Why? I do not know if they've changed it since, admittedly. I remember people complained about this a lot. You gotta make sure that's high quality, man. Okay. Look at his eyes. Look at them. Ew. You gotta look at, like, he has whites in his eyes. That is really weird. They're, it's so, it, like, put as many distracting 
droids in front of the camera as you want. Do not do that again. <laughs> if that's still in the newest version of the film, uh, of the Blu-rays, I don't know if it's changed. Because this, is, this yeah. is quite some time ago. I remember people complaining about this like 10 years ago at this point. <sighs> almost. These are terrifying. That's Please weird. do not let that happen again. I can see why. It's like we're going to try and make it look a little more realistic and less puppet-like or, you know, costume-like. They look fine. Okay, yeah, it's just weird. I watched the not... The, like, I don't have the special editions. I have, like, a downloaded copy of, like, the, the de-censored one. The de-specialized ones. And they look fine. <laughs> like, I don't look at them and go, these are clearly men in costumes. I mostly think, these things are kind of weird. Yeah. All right, let's talk so about... other... Tebow action figures. Let's talk about Ewok toys. So the first Tebow action figures uh, were the old, old, um, you know, the Kenner line. There was a Tebow. He's got the gray stripes and everything like that. Um, that that That's great. The photo is that creepy, creepy photo. <laughs> it's the one on the cover for, for the Wikipedia article. That looks awesome. That toy actually looks really good. I yeah. have to say, like, there's something about it that, I, like, I, that immediately draws had, me into uh, it. He did have his satchel. He did. So that was. Did not he have a satchel in the show? In the, he had in a the... satchel in the show. And well, I know he said, "Do you uh, have a satchel in the thing?" Oh, in the film. In the film, he I must have. That he must, must be have. something that came from the source material. And I've had that action figure over the years. There's uh, probably a dozen somewhere. Around yeah, that's right a, in this room. That's a good one. Um, they re-released him in a much darker. Uh, more little, realistic lot version. More, a lot more accurate. Um, uh, that's Power of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, the Power of the Jedi line, which was probably like, I don't know, early Would, 2000s. You know, I'm actually curious, because it's unrelated. If you had to pick a Star Wars line, what would be what would be your favorite? Action figure line? Yeah. Like, not just um, like, like sort of more vague. Like, if there was a time period of Star Wars figures that is like, this is what I love. Yeah, it was when they started doing a lot of the... Removable helmets, removable hands. Darth Vader with the removable helmet, the first one, uh, was one of my absolute favorites. And whatever line that was that was going at the time, they started introducing a little bit more articulation. Um, but it wasn't after things started to go south where you couldn't find anything. Um, whatever that line was, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, um, the Darth Vader with removable helmet is my favorite Star Wars figure, probably of all time, just because it hit me at the right time. Um, it was, it was just, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, the and we're going off track. So the removable helmet, stuff. and it is power of the Force. I was about to say there. I feel like, and it was the ones that came with the uh, collector's uh, frame of the uh, the I, photo frame. I think if there's any toy line that I like most fondly remember, it's that one, and then like the blue Attack of the Clones. Okay, yeah, box. I remember those. I remember the Phantom um, Menace ones because I had them. I had a, I, so long. <laughs> I had a few, but I, I think like there's something really appealing about that particular because the Tebow figure because well, that's why I'm talking about it. The Tebow figure, which is Power of the Jedi, yeah, um, has is probably like to me the most iconic like Star Wars box yeah. art for stuff. Uh, the Attack of the Clones style blue ones. They made a Tebow that was similar to that one. He looks a little... He looks a little worse, actually. Yeah, he looks a little... Dumpier? Dumpier, for sure. He comes with the... He's a little whiter. He comes with the, the things that you drop. The Ewok bomb They, they, they drop the sacks. Yeah, They exactly. drop the sacks. <laughs> um, other action figures to mention. There was a uh, Mighty Mugs character of Tebow. Mighty Mugs was one of my favorite Star Wars lines of all times. It was, it was sort of like... Um, they were like chunky block figures, but huge. They were about eight inches tall, and they were just really chunky. They were those figures, those vinyl style figures, where 
they all had the same shape, but they painted on them differently. Yeah, if you Tebow were, was one of them. If you were to say, like, I mean, completely honest with me, if we could just somehow replace uh, all pop figures with Mighty Mugs, Mighty Mugs, I'd probably be really happy. I think Mighty Mugs look a lot cooler. They brought Mighty Mugs back, and they have these heads that you push down, and their heads spin, and it's it's nowhere near as cool. So less, much lamer. Yeah, I have one. It's nowhere near as cool. Um, those early Mighty Mugs, man, from like early, uh, early 2010s. Yes, they were amazing, and the uh, the artwork because the figures were great, but the artwork was amazing in in the character illustrations. Yeah, so that were like on there. unlike the plain, just straight plastic of pop figures, um, uh, Mighty Mugs were more like traditional vinyls. They were. They were very much like an artist series. Yeah, like so, like so. There's like a cartoony artwork that was on everything. That's kind of. If it was reminiscent of anything Star Wars related, it would be reminiscent of the Jenny Tereskowski like mm-hmm. 2D cartoon. Yep. I don't know if I actually know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> uh, were there ever Ewok cartoon or like toy line stuff? There were. Because um, I, and... I like uh, I was always I'm curious now. So there were, and they're surprisingly expensive and hard to find. Um, Probably because nobody bought them. They were. <laughs> I had the 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 um the Ewok village from that. And mm-hmm. it was a, a green and yellow, uh, big, um, just a tree. Was it the Bright Tree Village? Show? It was. It was the Bright Tree Village. That they turned into a, uh, men in, was it uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Yes, to- it, it's exactly <laughs> that. That's all I remember about that set for some reason. So the the ones for the for the Ewok cartoon were very much... Um, color they they were wrong. colorful. They were... They were a little more cartoony, it looks like. Um, they made the... Uh, Baga, you'll see. Uh, I'll show you a picture. The the um and and what I will. It's hard to. I'm not showing this on the podcast. But what was really cool about the Ewok figures from the cartoon is they made the uh, the bad guys and the figures were little tiny cutesy Ewoks and the bad guys were just really cool looking uh, tall action figures that looked like something out of nothing like Star Wars at all, just like they do in the cartoon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there were a ton of figures from that, and they had that mule style. Uh, well, I well, now I have a lot of questions. Like, <laughs> did they actually ever like were they, they were produced? Because I know that like they were. there were like droids, the the cartoon show droids toy lines that was like halfway canceled halfway through production so like some of the toys are super rare yeah and that's those ones are very hard to find but the ewoks the, the ones works were okay i've had a couple of them uh they came on card they were they were really wow, cool those are really cool they're actually really nice i kind of want one yeah they're expensive hard to find yeah look these up uh the, the just the ewoks, ewoks cartoon toy. action figures yeah i think the oh. horse looks like crap <laughs> As you it looks expect. like a generic like horse that they made a head a different head sculpt. Um, so one of the other things that uh, I always like to look up is Lego to see if there was any. Um, there has to be a Lego Tebow. There are a bunch of Ewoks, <gasps> and uh, I know. <laughs> I know that like half of them are just uh, Wicket, but with a different hood color. Yeah, I mean, especially some of the early ones. Yeah. Um, so Tebow uh, is definitely one of them. Tebow, uh, he he doesn't look as fearful, and uh, but he does have his, his unique helmet, or his, his unique headpiece. He's got his little satchel. Some of them have satchels, some of them don't. Uh, but yeah, it's it's in one, and I don't know what it came in. Uh, really? It might have been... I don't huh. know. I don't have it, so it's... We can't find the... 
Yeah. That's weird. My oh, wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Terrible. I found uh, um, I found an Amazon page for him. There you go. Are you going to buy it? I, no, it's $36. Uh, it's from the Ewok Village set. Oh, it's the actually... Yeah, that is... No wonder it's $36, because that set was like $400. Yeah, that's one of those figures that you get for like five... That you get for... You, you can only get in the set or on eBay. I'm looking at a set now from the Clone Wars era, like, because they've got all the packaging. It's $81, and it's pretty sweet, and I want this... And uh, it has Tebow? It, has, it doesn't have Tebow, but it has low gray. Oh, I have that set. I want that set. So, the last thing to mention is uh, stuffed characters. What? So, stuffed Ewoks were a thing. Yes. Um... In my house, <laughs> I you guys had so many that I had like three. Like they they've ended up yes. in my possession. Somewhere. We had... I owned a, but I only owned one of the same. I own like two Princess Kanishas. <laughs> it's um yeah, I had the same thing. Princess Kanishas one that was it was that really common? It was the girl one. So that's true. You know, enough. if you wanted a boy, you got you got uh, I'm just gonna say Pat Blue, but you you got Wicket, and if you got a girl, you got Tebow. And uh, you got you got Nisa, Kinesa. and Ewoks pretty pretty uh, like the they definitely very female oriented for their uh, toy line. I yeah, imagine. they were definitely appealed to to the female audience. My uh, wife has many of them. <laughs> it was one of the first things I ever bought her when we were together. But there are a few uh, stuffed Tebows. Yeah, I like these. Uh, I can't remember what those called. Oh, uh, Kubricks. There's a, there's a Kubrick of Tebow. Those were. Early block bear block figures, these bear bricks, oh, Kubricks. Um, cute. But yeah, so Tebow, there is a stuffed one that is absolutely terrible looking. Oh my god! It's available in the Disney store. I kind of want it. <laughs> it, it, it. I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's very humanoid in the way it's standing. It's fat. He's got buck teeth, mm. and he's got this like really cheesy like boar on his head. Um, yes. Ah, yes. They're all terrible. Yeah. So the other one to, to mention... Uh, uh, we got is, a close-up on that pop figure. I don't even know if it's the same one. <laughs> no. It's just... It's oh, not. It's terrible. It's, it's, that low-grade really, is really, really terrible. But there is... Um, I believe it's a... What is this? It's an artist-made one that is really cool. That looks really which good. Which we should share somewhere. It's just... It looks like it's made with like real hair... And it's uh, I mean, it looks I, like, like I an owl that. version of Tebow. I want a kind of collection of, e- of Ewok toys. Yeah, it, there's a lot out there. You can I get... want a collection of Ewok stuffed animals, but I want like like homemade ones. Like I think I want like a collection of weird ones. So if you make homemade Ewoks, let us know. Yeah, well, <laughs> as long as they're not like forty dollars. Right. <laughs> so do you want my final question? Yes, please we're do. Approaching the hour mark because we're we're supposed to be a thirty minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Ewoks, man, that's what they do to us. <laughs> Um, my final question is very simple. It's just that, do you think in our lifetime, will we see somebody redeem the Ewoks? Will we see Ewoks on film? And I actually know the answer to this. Will we, but will we see Ewoks on film? Uh, and like, will, will, a, will a filmmaker, a director take that chance? And it, can they do it? Are we far enough out from 1983 to do that? I think it's actually very possible. See, yeah. the thing is, is that, like, the Ewoks cartoon is kind of an interesting inspiration for things. They've kind of done this, where they, like, they would make a comic. IDW did this before yep. uh, uh, they, they were bought out by uh, Disney, where they would take, like, they would have Ewok comics, but they would be inspired, and it would be the same concept as the shows, but they would take that concept seriously. And that's interesting. It didn't quite work. 
But I think that, like, if you remove all that and you have all this information, you can make a very we interesting, yeah. like, sort of hunting survival film in mm-hmm. Endor. I Like, if you, like, have a human character crash land on Endor. Mm-hmm. And then you can have all these things be there. Like, and you can take all these content, have Dulocks, you can have all the terrifying spider monsters and your crying yeah. mountains. If you make Andor really weird, yes. I think you can, you can pull it off. You just have to make it more alien, maybe, or more like... More animal, more, more barbaric. Yeah, more Star Wars-y, maybe, at the very yeah. least. It's interesting that like we see these Star Wars films that are in different genres, and if the horror movie was set on Endor, could you imagine? Oh, that'd be the best. <laughs> like, there's yeah. so much stuff there that's like yeah, it's, it's interesting very creepy that you like could that. steal directly from the cartoon. And so the only answer that I know is true about this, I believe, was I think Ron Howard tweeted a photo from Solo, and it's someone has a room filled with different like you can't tell. It's different like. It looks like costumes or weapons and all. And then there's an Ewok in there in like a glass container. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like 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 a stuffed Ewok. Like literally like they... They, they killed it and yeah, stuffed it. Yeah, if it's it. like a... Like a um, uh, tax... What it was? Taxonomy? What is the... the tax, ta- taxidermy? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if it's that that's or kind of, if that's it's... That's a good background piece. You know? Yeah, exactly. And if it's just from a photo and it almost looks like a photo of like... It could be just like a... Like like uh, they're they're costume people, you know. Yeah. But there's definitely an Ewok in there. Um, that's, that's cute. If that I mean, if that's in the movie, I assume yeah. is it like the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy that showed the five collector, like the collector. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, that's what it felt like. It just it's just a photo, and we okay. don't have any context. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious now. But that's a soft way I, to introduce it. I'm okay with the idea of Ewok showing up again in something. I'm okay with an Ewok main character in something. I really don't mind the Ewoks that much. I just thought the cartoon was bad. Like yeah. it had nothing to do with the Ewoks themselves. So if I if I make fun of the Ewoks, know that I do it from a somewhat loving place. <laughs> yeah, I mean my beef with the Ewoks is is minimal. I feel yeah. like it's uh, well at this point we're so far out from it. It's like we're no, nobody's making a really, Ewok cartoon to bother. Yeah, me. and just, my beef is that they just spend too much time on them in the film. That's, that's really that's, <laughs> oh no, like because even like them fighting, like I can kind of be like that's surprising. Yeah, but now it's less surprising because like when you clarify that the Ewoks are being suppressed, yeah, by the, then it's like they know they exist out there. So like, why were they? Yeah. Like, why would they be scared by them? Um, maybe. I mean, but you could do it. All right, I'm gonna close the book. We're going to close that book, and we're going to close this chapter on Tebow. Um, any final thoughts on Tebow? Uh, he scares me. He absolutely scares me. And uh, I I say I want to know more about him, but there's enough out there. So. Uh, but yeah, he scares me. I think he has some definite swagger. <laughs> All right. All right. Join us next time. Yeah. For when we come back, we'll be talking about something somehow less important. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, this is Marty from Further Into the Future. I'm glad this time we've actually remembered how to say our outro that we used to do for over 50 episodes. Now that we're back, you can join us on Twitter and Instagram at StarWTF, or you can look back at all of our back catalogs at starwtf.blogspot.com.